Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, we're coming at you again with another year-end special, and today in the studio, I got George T. What up? And I got Stephen Hartlauer. How's it going? Now, you guys might not know Stephen Hartlauer, but he's going to be famous because we swear we're going to make him famous. And his car was shot for Hobby Hip. Has it been out yet? No, not yet. Has been out yet. Eric Arnold, shout out to Eric Arnold. Eric Arnold, work your magic and get it published. We had Stephen on the podcast last year and we're gonna do a year-end recap so we're good before we get into the year-end recap i want to do a shout out you guys know that if you go and review the podcast give us five stars and leave a review i will read your review so that's what's gonna happen right now we got a review last week from ben Nunya Biz Zelinsky, and he says, Rust Belt VWs and James Sofer. He says, Bill, thank you for doing a podcast. My main man, James Sofer. He was reluctant to talk about the cars he owns during your podcast. I can tell you why. His group of friends won't let him have anything longer than a year. I went straight over after your podcast and bought his oval. Goes to show you that us East Side boys are just as crazy as you West Coast folks. Most of all, thank you for putting people on the air who have added something to make this passion and hobby truly wonderful. The VW family is interwoven like the chain mail of a knight, which might have a little rust on it. Keep carrying the torch. Ben Zelinski out of Geneva, Ohio. So shout out to Ben for reviewing the podcast, giving us five stars, man. You guys be a player like Ben, dude. Give a five-star review, and you get a shout out on the podcast. So as we do every year with the year-end review, we've got the guys in the studio. We're going to review some of the stuff that happened with us last year, but there's been a ton that's going on this year. Without any further ado, guys, let's get into it this week on Let's Talk Dubs with the Year in Review 2021. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have around the house. The 1974 Volkswagen, covered by VW Motor Security Blanket. All right, boys, so you guys are here in the studio and we're getting ready to review the year it's been uh i can't believe 2021 is over man it went insane, quick. Yeah. insane how fast it's going i mean it's a crazy crazy amount of stuff that happened this year um we lost a lot of people uh it was crazy with car shows kicking back off some of them did some of them didn't some of them got moved a lot of stuff a lot of stuff was happening this year but uh Really, what we're going to talk about is how awesome the podcast was and all the great guests that we had this year, which I think is pretty important. Boy, I mean, is it ever, Bill. And yeah. I can't believe <laughs> and I can't believe how many great guests that we've had on this show. Um, and we're just going to kind of touch on some episodes, maybe bru- uh, uh, you know, peruse through quite a few of these. But last year started off with the Shasta snow trip. And I know that a couple of years ago, George, you were supposed to be going on that with Jason Dunkel, and then he ended up selling the bus. Last year. Was it last year he was going to go? Last year we were going to go. So last year he was going to go, and they do it every year in February. So if you guys are going to go, plan you have a split bus, plan on connecting with the guys on the Chassis Snow Trip. They have a, a, a Facebook link for that. Um, but it's a bunch of guys that take some fire roads, about 300 miles worth of fire roads up in northern California area. And uh, it looks like a blast, man. I'd love to do it. But um, It's a rough ride. Yeah. yeah. You better have a really stout bus. We had those guys on. Uh, we, Lance oh, we Armstrong. We had Lance Armstrong last year. Uh, he was on the, on the podcast with it. After that, we had um, – Type E Motorsports, Brian Araya out of uh, South Dakota. And, you know, after his podcast, we ended up, uh, I know Dunkel ended up purchasing a set of the big bus brakes from him. Get the brakes, we got the a beam. easy brake, easy brake kit. Get the easy brake kit, got a beam. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we not only do we have these guests on here, but we actually pick up some merch from them and, uh, and put it to you. So I'm, I'm look happy. At, look, at, look at what you just mentioned there. The Shasta trip, which right. Dunkel and I were supposed to do, and he ended up selling yeah. his car. 
your next guest was Brian from Type U Motorsports. And we ended up buying another bus and buying a bunch of product from Brian in that same year. Yeah. And I think, I think Eric bought a front end for his didn't he buy a front end from his first Eric son's? Did. Eric son's. Young. Yeah. Yeah. He but. bought a type one beam from Brian. Oh, did he? Yeah. You're welcome, Brian. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, you know, that, but that's the thing with the podcast, right? You get a lot of people that may or may not, because I don't know, I don't think Brian advertises in uh, any of the magazines or any of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really. I didn't know he existed until he was on the podcast. Not, not to be mean. Well, but you, no, but you but. know why? Because a lot of our guys yeah. uh, in Gen X era are not a lot of us are sitting there surfing the Samba a ton anymore. You know what I mean? Like, nope. Yeah. It's almost like, and I want to get, um, I've been trying to really get uh, Barnes, Everett Barnes on here for a while, and he's just, I don't know why he's too scared. He needs to get his knucklehead on the podcast so we can talk about the Samba, because I'd be interested to talk about the Samba, the change in demographics since the beginning to the end. There's yeah. lots to talk about the Samba, and you know maybe one day uh, he'll get on here and we'll have um, the story of the Samba, which I think is a pretty interesting story, but... If you're not on the Samba, point being, if you're not on the Samba, you're you're not. Uh, it, that's like the spot where everybody goes. You come up with a VW idea, you take it to the Samba. That's the spot. Somebody's looking for a Volkswagen. Hey, where do I go? Go on the Samba. You know, mm-hmm. you direct everybody there. But I think you know, after a while, once you kind of, and maybe what happens, is we get in the groove, and then we just buy the stuff from places we normally buy stuff from, and don't really seek out other places. All because your your attitude's like, yeah. well, it's just another beam, right? Well, if yeah. I get breaks, I'm usually hitting up Russ or Nate. But the thing that Brian offered was a super affordable brake kit with parts right. that are readily available from anywhere you go to. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I think that's a, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. Derek, so. Derek Deckard um, hit me up about him. He's like, do you know anything about these brake kits? I was like, yeah, he was on the uh, the podcast. I was like, check it out. I gave him. Yeah. Derek hit him, me up too yeah. though. The unfortunate thing is that Brian does not make a kit for the early spindle. Yeah. The early and his bus has yeah. the early spindle on it. So Derek actually ended up going with MP brakes. Yeah. The MP front brake, which I told him I, they work good. So yeah. But uh, after Brian, we had <clears throat> Tiger Vasquez on here, and Tiger's just been like, Tiger's the man. Like, if you need exhaust on a car, I yeah. mean, just my uh, opinion. I took a bunch of video while I was down there. I still I want to put together a little video about A1 Muffler because the cool thing is between his story, like knowing that he was the first guy to come out with the, you know, not just the fat boy, but the turbo tuck, like the yeah. turbo tuck away up yeah. under the fender. The one that was really popular in the, in the 90s when we were into it, like Scott had him on his double yeah. cab. and yeah. You know, like the, those those mufflers were super popular, and then you know like he came up with the idea, and then MP or whoever ends up stealing it, and yeah. then just starts mass producing his stuff, which is kind of a bummer. But yeah, you know it's just a testament to like if you look at Tiger, his exhausts are still all hand built; they're not yeah. mass produced. Nope. He he or someone on his team welds every one of those things. I mean, they're welded beautifully. Yeah, yeah. I walk through that whole shop, and it's like I mean, I think so many people get used to thinking about. Parts on the shelf, ready to go. Oh, I've been waiting. on. Somebody actually hit me up like, hey, I've been waiting for Tiger for X amount of time for my exhaust. Can you reach out to him and talk to him? I'm like, well, just call the guy, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. the dude's busy. And so, uh, I mean, there's ways to get to the front of every line. I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? But well, it's re- not so much getting in the front. It's like the guy, like you said, they're all hand-built. Hand built. Yeah. And you he know, did, he's not shipping it off to China, have mass produced like anybody I, else could have done at this point in time. And I think the the thing about it is he has to, he takes his time. He because he's he got to focus he has on pride of ownership, right? Pride of craftsmanship, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to sell out. Right. I think that is so respectable. Yeah, but so but, respectable. but I think I think where the time thing comes into play is that he tries to batch his work together so he gets a bunch of stuff done. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's probably got orders like crazy. But I know that. Um, I got an exhaust system from him for uh, the bug. 
for the cle- for the Mach 11. For the Mach 11, but I thought I got another exhaust system from. I picked up something from him when I was. Well, down you there. picked up an exhaust. I picked for up me. an exhaust for you. Interviewed him while I was down there. Leon Szymanski's okay. bay window bus. Yeah. And, but I'll tell you right now, you know that exhaust system that we got for that Mach 11 was just it's so nice, so dope, and it sounds so dope. Sounds super healthy. It does. I mean, that it, video I put up, unfortunately, there was an exhaust leak at the time, and I did get it corrected, but. Man, does that thing just sound so smooth. Mm. Yeah, so it, smooth. it sounds straight up tasty, bro. And like it, it is, there's not a lot of room for error between that apron and that exhaust. And a matter of fact, I had to trim out, um, I don't know if class 11 cars run the rubber seal in the engine compartment and the tin. So I, unfortunately, it sat up higher. So I had to trim the breastplate and take a little bit of that seal off. Yeah. But it looks so killer. Just not seeing anything behind the car. I dig yeah. it. Yeah, and then probably, you know, next to uh, after and timing. Steven, you just picked one up, too, for your 2332? Yeah. Yep. I, and and I, I only waited, like, two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. It depends like, on what he has on the shelf. Yeah. I think a lot of these people that are waiting are getting, like, some one-off, or they're getting the bullets, or they're they're changing well, the order up some way. When I called him and asked him, he I was like, hey, this is what I'm doing. He's like, well, I have stainless steel in stock, and I have this tip, you know? And I was like, yep. that works. He's like, oh, I just got to I just gotta put the V-band on it, and it's good to go. Yeah. So Same I, thing with the bay window one. He's like, I got one on the shelf. I just got to do the V band to it, and you can. I was mm-hmm. like, cool. So we sent it down with you. Yeah, it's just you know, I mean, to think about in today's day and age, you can actually get something that's hand built by somebody, um, you know, that's just not off the shelf cookie cutter stuff. That's pretty impressive, at least yeah. in my opinion. It yeah. is. So I've been, I've been, I've been happy with him and with that. And I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is sneaking up on a little, a little audio for you guys about what the. Uh, the Mach 11 sounds like. I think I got this here. Let's see here. Oh yeah, this is the this is the motor, the 2276 and the Mach 11. Yeah, yeah, buddy, sounds pretty good. The popping was a little bit of exhaust <laughs> leak, and also the the pulley is hitting the tin, and I got that squared away too. That was There's, literally the first fire up. I, I sent you that video like, and then I got yeah. the fire and shot a video. And then here's inside the car. Bro, bro, tell me that doesn't sound good, right? He's like, who's ready to romp, dude? I like my new board. (laughs) So that's that uh, class class 11 style exhaust on that 2276. Sounds dope. So she's going to be a ripper. I actually uh, am very curious to drive it. I did the brakes on it earlier today. I got to change my mass cylinder, and then we can actually like put it to the road. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, so, so much happened last year. That evolved into things this year, which leads us into the next podcast, which was Gary Emery, right? Like, that was a big get for me, man. It was. And what was so crazy is, like, I wasn't even trying. I had the limo bug for sale. And knowing Gary's history that he worked for Chick Iverson, the old ad that says something about class, it's got a limo bug, and it says there's something. I have the ad somewhere. I need to probably hang all my ads up in here. But um, it's got the limo bug, and he worked for Chick Iverson, and he took care of that car. He wanted to get another limo bug, so that's why he reached out to me. And I'm seeing, I'm looking like Gary Emery. Then I start, you know, doing some Facebook stock, and I'm like, wait a second, bro, this is the Gary Emery. And then after, you know, figuring everything out with him, he calls me up like, hey, you know, his granddaughter goes to school here at UNLV, so he's like, hey, I'm gonna take my daughter to school. They want to come by check out the check out the check out the um, what's it called the uh, limo bug. Bro, I was so busy that day at work. Like I'm straight up, like I'm busy. I had a meeting. I had like all kinds. Of, I just cleared my schedule when he's coming to town. I canceled everything, and then I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm going to meet with Gary Emery, dude, who's 
the guy that built the first Baja bug, him and his dad. Mm-hmm. And I just, I thought it was just such a cool opportunity for a podcast. It was such a good podcast. We spent so much time together that day. Um, you know, that like what we did the morning podcast in the morning and then we went and grabbed some lunch and we came back and we did the afternoon podcast, which was the two parter, but it was so great to talk to, talk to the guy that, and it's funny because in, in our world, right. Of VW stuff, that's the guy who did, who built the car that then mm-hmm. created a, and at the time he did it, it was like no big deal. He was just, he was just doing, just monkeying around and building a car, something to take to the dunes. But from that evolved so many different things and so many offshoots of that into the off-road world, which is really, really cool. So that was that was a, a pretty cool experience for me, man, just getting to meet, you know, getting to meet Gary and getting to hear it. Like we talked a lot off the air and he told me just a lot of super, super cool stories. Um, and one day coming in the near future, I'll try to hit up Rod and talk to Rod about his VW experiences, you know what I mean? Because I know that he's ha- he's got some – and, you know, listen, if it happens, it happens, you know, so I, that, that was one that was super, super exciting for me, man. I was, I was stoked to do that podcast. Um, the next one after that, that we did after Gary, I did Chase Hill. So Chase was in like cage with, 66, yeah, cage 66. He oh, makes yeah. the, uh, extended, extended, extended control arms, uh, extended pitman arms. arms, wheel tubs. And spring plates. Yeah, matter of fact, I, he's making some spring plates for Zorba, the Gia. Nice. So I, I hit him up. I was like, hey, what's up with a set of spring plates? And then he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll make you a set. Sends me the price. And I just PayPal him the money. Like, hey, get me a set of adjustable adjustable yeah. raised spring plates. Because it makes I, I, a really nice product. Yeah, I just like to, I like to support the people that are doing it, that are doing it for the love of the hobby. You know what I mean? 100%. So, and, and the, so after Cage, uh, or after Chase was on the podcast, we did... I had uh, Ryan Lothar with Demon Motorsports, which I uh, was super fired up and really pumped about the suspension. Get off that Winnie, bro. <laughs> bro Come on, got, dude. Stop with that Winnebago and get my parts up. Like I, after the, so this podcast is in February. Look at this. You did the podcast with Cage. Right. You did the Demon Motorsports, and you and Cage both ordered kits for your buses. Correct. Yeah. And so <laughs> I – uh, I did the podcast. You're welcome, with, with, Demon Motorsports. Yeah, well, listen, uh, I, yeah, I don't know who's welcome because I'm, 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 I'm patiently waiting for my Absolutely. hydraulic suspension. I really want it. Like I, I, uh, I mean, my bus has been down for over a year waiting for the yeah, suspension because like, I tore it up. We, we, we kind of tore it down, thinking like, okay, that'll be the next ignition point that we get moving on the bus again. Yeah. Let's just wait for the suspension. So. We're supposed uh, to have in May, I think, uh, May or June. I'll be looking to hit him up again, but uh, you know, all cards on the table. The suspension set up is seven thousand dollars, which is not a small amount of money. It's a, but it's also it's not quite, too bad because that's air no, no, management. No. Oh, I'm sorry, that's ride management as well. No, no, as the suspension, a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, like, when people are talking about lowering and adjusting their car, like I've had the Bull Run bus forever, and that's for Beard Stitcher Stretcher that can take a shot now. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. So he can, uh, uh, and the reason why I made the decision to do that is because the bus, when I, when I built the bus, it was on a budget. Like, I mean, it was adjustable front beam. It's not a narrowed beam in that. Mm. And your suspension's hot carburetor on the ballroom. Is it even adjustable beam or just drop spindles? It's It's just just, drop spindles. Hang on. It's flip spindles. Boom. With 944 brakes. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. That's what that is. Caca. (laughs) <laughs> well in greek in, in your, that's your opinion that's your opinion bro 
but, I think everybody's opinion if they get behind the wheel of it. It's yeah, not, she yeah. look. She she look. No, she ain't that. She's she got she the looks. Like, she ain't that squirrely. She ain't got Sometimes the looks. Sometimes she gets a little squirrely, you know. But uh, I don't know. Um, so my point was, I I took it to that level of doing that because it's like I wanted to do something next level on the bull run bus for the recreation into the Let's Talk Dubs bus. And I really wanted something that was like, like I think the suspension design is ingenious. I don't know why everyone's not using it, but um, well, I know why everyone's not using it because uh, it's hard to do. Yeah, it's it's work to make that suspension. So well, we'll see how hard it is, but I mean, it's that's that's a pretty big undertaking to cut that center section out of your rear torsion and like, yeah, I got you got to be you got to be I got committed. This. <laughs> yes. You got to be it's committed not as for simple sure. as narrowing a rear torsion. Like that's that's child's play because it all literally slides and it's all interference fit with each other that's mm-hmm. super easy to do mm-hmm. i have a feeling that one's gonna be a little more difficult well i really want when i when we redo the bus this time I re, i'm so excited that it's got the sunroof clip on it i'm you I can't even tell you how excited i'm about that I'm super excited about the fully adjustable suspension like this is going to be it's a different bus i'm rebuilding my dream bus yeah like i started out it was my dream bus in the beginning i made it i drove it i had it for a lot of years i still love it it's still my favorite car but i really want to you know, now being able to do the suspension like that, then if I can get my camper style interior or my podcast style interior, which would be super dope, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Audio Dave, our boy Audio Dave that you guys heard on the podcast before. He was in town this last week. My boy who hooks us up all the time came by and dropped off two um, two in, uh, inverters. Look at Dave. Dave's the man, bro. <laughs> Drops off two inverters for me for my – for the bus for the let's talk dubs project so that I can get, get a separate battery separate isolator and run all kinds of electronics inside the bus while it's stationary. So just super stoked about that. Yeah. Really nice guy. But yeah, he was, so he was in town for the Raider game. He was working. So if you listen to the Raider charger again this last weekend, he was doing all the audio before it came out to the public. It was going through his headset for approval. Look at that. So that's, that's our, that's our dog audio. And it was, here's the cool part. So he came to town. He just got this sweet story on, on, uh, a machine shop that shut down up where he's at in Chicago or in the, in the Illinois area. Mm-hmm. And he rolled over there, knew this old man, had a guy do a set of heads. He's like, Hey, I'm just closing down my business. None of my guys, none of my machinists want to take it over. So I'm just closing the business down. He's doing an auction, liquidating all the equipment. It was all said and done. He's like, Hey, I got these two type four, these two nine fourteen motors. Do you want them? They're all machine. They need to be built. Get them out of here. So he's like, he tells me this awesome story. He gets yeah. all this freaking dope, cheap, free nine fourteen stuff. That's all machine Good ready to assemble. Yeah. Then he comes here and we're talking and he's like, I just don't know what to do about cooling. I said, you're in luck because Bill T, because I heard Sharp built stop making the shrouds. Mm-hmm. So Bill T had a fiberglass mold made of my shroud so I wouldn't have to order from Australia. And then I said, well, I got those shrouds here. He came by, looked at my shroud, checked out the DTM setup I had in the garage. Then as he's leaving, I'm like, oh, crap. I just remember, dude, I got two VHSs of how to rebuild type fours, like the bug me video and then the Jake Raby one. So I grabbed both those VHSs and I said, here, bro. Like a like a like a like a grandmother handing a grandson a child. Hopefully they still work. Cupped his hands. You did say VHS. Dave, they've been Dave. stored in your garage. That I'm sure is not climate Hold controlled. Hold on. Too much. Hold on. So I said. So I said to Dave. I said, "Here, man, take these videos, and I want you to watch and rebuild your 914 and convert them to a USB or something for me." So, well, the good thing is, Dave, so those, the that. Type Four is a lot easier to build than a Type One. So yeah. he's on the right path. Yeah. They're so much simpler. But yeah, I'm I'm stoked for him. Um, that was that that was another great opportunity for me. So. Um, after Demon Motorsports, we had Ed Fox. You guys remember Ed Fox, Ed the, Fox. Bar- the bare, bare metal, metal double cab. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, photographer. 
Yeah, that's a dope. I remember the first time he seeing that feet. double cab. Yeah, he's a feet guy, but he likes some foot. I like how he gave me props because I did. Uh, I gave. Him, yeah, I, yeah, I made a new braided line for him when he was in town. I didn't know the guy; just went and but did it. For that's him. the. But that and that's the cool thing it's is called that's, VW helping. Bro. That's the VW community. Yeah, so that's how we roll. But what uh, we do. yeah, so we'd be doing it after uh, Ed Fox. We had a roundtable about buying VWs. We got actually a lot of feedback on buying VWs, buying like buying them done versus uh, built, not bought, yeah. built or bought. You know, so. Um, well, the description on that one says baddest VW podcast. So I don't know if that's a proper English <laughs> or not proper English, but uh, that was, that was the start of that. I mean, shoot, we're just in a March, man. And then I, and then I kick into the eighties round table with Bob Daniels and Tori Alonzo. So that was mm-hmm. good. And as you yeah. see the 80 stuff's coming back, right? So yeah. Tori ends up going to buy the notch back. I keep saying this. I, I ain't seen it. It's bro. It's back, dude. What do you mean? Coming past, back? It is, no, bro. I think one stranger thing. Let me left, explain the something to you. Left too. The, listen, the <laughs> custom VWs, the eighties and nineties page has over 10,000, 10,000 followers. Great. On it. Googly boogly. I mean, that's a lot, dude. And it, and it's an active page, bro. It's like, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, Bob Daniels, but you probably should make some shirts to sell on that Facebook page, bro. But that's what I would do. Yeah. You know, he, not like he doesn't, not like he knows yeah. a graphic artist or anything. You should monetize it. Something. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, it would be cool if you made like '80s '80s gear to go with the '80s podcast or the '80s uh, Facebook page. And then after that, we had Brian uh, uh, Brian Aaron's with uh, with super low bus building his Type 34 gear, and that thing's been coming along strong. Yeah, yeah. Dude did some super nice work to that thing. So. Paint looks really good, and yeah. I like how he did all the paint work on the interior. Meaning, like where the where the yeah, carpet the normally would cover, he left it off. I like a lot of that. Yeah, and then uh, and then we kicked off in March with uh, VW Trans is back. The VW Let's Talk Dubs exclusive about VW Trans back in the game again. So I had this podcast done, and a matter of fact, the interesting part was we had spoken about this back when uh, back before when we did our last podcast. He kind of told me in confidence, like, "Hey, I've been thinking about bringing the magazine back. I'm working on some things," but you know, he had already secured the name, but. <clears throat> that was cool and so that that's another thing that happened this last year was that's the reality yeah that, yeah. Is, that is actually taking place right it's a, now it's a good magazine too do you I like mean, it did, yeah. you, did you subscribe yeah where did you hear about subscribing to that uh let's talk dubs of course right. <laughs> that's about time. i actually thank you Stephen, for the channel like, he's here for a reason yeah though. and i i actually subscribed to the magazine at the one crazy weekend in october good man yeah, yeah. yeah. the one so, cra- we haven't got the one crazy weekend yet and that I was know. Uh, my a I, good time God. But I did subscribe. <laughs> and then we, so then after that. Uh, my bus, the bus I built was in the first issue of Trains. Yeah. I don't know. Just thought I'd mention yeah, that. Pro- eh. That's good. Cool. You've heard of it. That's eh. cool. Bro. Quick sand bus. Quick sand bus. It's kind of clean. Uh, yeah. no, that's that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool, bro. <laughs> so you had that, you had that in there, but we, so now we're in April, but w- what events did we do last year? We went to, we did Octo. We did Bugarama. But we, we first did Octo. We're going on. We did February in, is where we actually yeah. debuted the quick sand bus at the first Octo of the year. Right. And then you debuted the bus and how. I mean, now, the reason why we took it there is because the November one prior to that one was like the biggest one ever. While we were doing our show here. Yeah, because it's not. They had like. not the biggest yeah. one. Yeah, it was. Because they had record because it was, it was the, first the one only show that took place. So I was like, man, and they get those kind of numbers. Yeah. It might be worth it to debut that bus at Octo. It was bigger than the June. And ones. the February one was, was weeks off. Was the lowest was, turnout ever? It's not. It's still Octo. It's still good times. But I was like blown away. We're like, we were in an empty aisle by ourselves. I was yeah. like, what is this, man? Well, I think, you know, I, I just think February's a little cold for Record some of those numbers the, mo- the one before 
non-record numbers next. Like, well, how, California, do me a favor, make some sense, all right? Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't know, man. I I got my opinions on some stuff, and I like Octo. Like, do I religiously go to Octo? Eh, it's all right. I mean, it's not. It's not like you're missing anything. Like, especially with like the classic weekend, when people would run over there, like I'm going to Octo first thing. Like, well, you'd be the first bus in line. Who cares? Like, it goes till one o'clock, dude. Like, and then. I started the tradition of us leaving instead of going to Octo. Another trend I set. I started the Steve tradition. And I have an idea. Uh, I want to get Bill a sash, and we're going to make him pins of everything he did first, so he can be recognized <laughs> yeah. for his first. I can help you make those. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Bro. I wore my Dino's Get Down shirt. Yeah. Oh, what are you a tourist? What are you a tourist, <laughs> bro? I was at I Dino's. Went years ago. I was Dino's years ago, dude. Peddling I mentioned Chevy's, buses. Dude. You know, I went to the first buses. <laughs> Bro, who, mentioned single who, cabs. You know, I had single cabs for single cabs. Who cool. in this room? Who in this room? <laughs> it is everything. Yeah. It's not everything. It's, it's true. exhausting. Don't don't get exhausting. upset. It's true, bro. You can't like get me mad at the truth, bro. You just got. Then you're just a denier, dude. <laughs> Hoopa Cosmics on the map. Uh, who? who? Cosmics who? on thirty fours. Everybody knows Bill T did it first, bro. Uh, why? Don't try to mock, bro. You know Sash is coming. Ed Sash is coming. Hey, if there's a listener out there that has a good embroider, make me some some badges of firsts. <laughs> yeah, first to first to be on, uh, uh, first to be on the uh, the cosmic tip, bro. I mean, first that put them first was out there. Yeah, we're just leaving it at that, bro. Yeah, we're just we're just first. there, dude. Um, and then All we right. dipped. Then we got a little into Bakersfield. There was a little Bakersfield run there for a minute where I. We're going to back up real quick. I love Octo, and I still go on the regular. Yeah, I just so missed I, the last couple. Just had it just too much stuff to do with remodeling the house, all the crap that yeah. I got going on. But I love Octo. So what are you worried they're going to not let you in? Because I heard you on no, Let's Talk. I actually dubs, really bro. do enjoy that show. I like the drive up it's, there. I like uh, yeah, everything yeah, about yeah, it. It's yeah. okay, bro. It's not like the greatest thing ever. That's what I'm telling you. It's well, like, it's you okay. like to go to Grand National Roadster shows, bro. I've I never like been Octo. to the. I know. I've ne- seen. <laughs> so you do. Isn't what? You haven't been I've to the Grand National Roadster show yet? I figured it out. You're a labeler. So if I walk in first. If I walk in first, do I get the first merit badge? You won't, bro. I have Wednesday passes to load my cars on a Wednesday. So I'm not loading cars. Cool. <laughs> You're not, bro. To show up. Yeah. You pushing that back bumper. So yeah, I go to all kinds of shows. I'm not limited just to the VW World, George. Man, you are so well rounded. You I'm might as well be a ball. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I was able to welcome you to, to Dino's Get Down, bro. When I was going there, when Thank it was in the parking goodness. lot at Thank Dino's goodness. Appliance, it was still uh, in the, it was still in the parking lot. <laughs> no, but it used to be the parking lot at his appliance store. That's when I went. No, it just oh, takes up an entire mall. There. So. Um, that, then we start to enter. You got something to say, no. Steve? Stefan, you're looking at me all like you got something. No, to say. no. Oh, if you jump in, feel free to jump in. But don't, don't wait for an opening, dude, because no, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but then we go to we start digging into some of that history this year with George Delfino and the Builder Shockwave, which was a really cool podcast. I liked. There was some of the stuff that I really learned that I didn't know is that the cars featured twice. I never put the pe- Shockwave was the square. Shockwave was the square back. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. Shockwave was actually a hard top purple late model, like a factory blue with some graphics on it, and then they cut the top off. It was already a show car with a sound system in it. Then they cut the top off and made it the Roadster. Not knowing, later that year I would end up owning uh, Future Shock. That's a couple episodes later. No, I I got that, but I just thought that was—I just thought it was ironic because Steve Connect, Steve Connect, who did so right two two episodes episodes later. Well, I, okay, Good but hold I, your tongue. I don't. Two more episodes. Hold on, bro. Hold the dough. Hold him up, Steve. I don't want to. I don't want to jump too far ahead because 
I also want to touch on uh, John Rakowski with Outfront Motorsports. That was that was a good podcast. That was a good podcast. A lot of Subi guy. Yeah, a lot of knowledge on that one about yeah. Subaru conversions. But he's more of a uh, he's more of an off road Subi guy. But he's mm-hmm. definitely knows some of the Subi guys, and he's a he's a no fuss no muss kind of guy. He likes it his way, and that's the way he likes it. And then had our boy Pip from Guanabats. That was a great yeah. podcast too. UK Pip. Yeah, UK UK Pip Hancock's. So. Um, we had him on there and then, uh, some dude named Scott Moses, you guys probably heard him in the background here on the podcast. Second feature of the year yeah. for George T. Yeah. It's the second feature. I know Scott won't give me credit, but that's a, that's a wagon built car. So we had Scott Moses on the podcast and then George Fulci with the, with the Judson superchargers. Yep. I like that podcast a lot and I haven't forgot about George. We're supposed to do, we're supposed to do the, um, I have the oiler kit. I just the have oiler kits it. that we got to put on uh, Kim's bugs. We got we to get that happening, George. Yeah. We got to make that yeah. happen. Make a little. Let video me add for it him. to my to do list. Listen, bro, right we got time. Listen, we got we got to keep our word. So then <laughs> I so then I get Steve Connect on the podcast. Steve Connect, who is the builder of Future Shock, which was pretty dope. And then, you know, I knew about Future Shock. wasn't super into the car. Like I was like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a notch back, and the, you know, it was it was real custom, and it was. Very custom. Yeah. <laughs> Not real like, custom. Everything is very every, custom. The, the car yeah. is completely understated. Almost like, a little <laughs> too custom. Well, no, but I mean, like it's so, it's got so much custom stuff done to it. Like you really need to notice it. And so I may just write down an entire list to display at the Grand National Road Show of th- customization things that have been done to that, to that notch because a lot of them you will never notice unless they're pointed out to you, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, that's the car that Tori, my boy Tori Alonzo bought, and then he decided he just decided wanted me to be the owner. And what a guy! And I said to him, I said, "Bro, you ever want to sell this car? I pay for what you. You know, you kind of say that to people like I'll, I'll yeah. give you what you paid for." You didn't it. Make and he was like, "All right, bro, <laughs> buy the car." I was like, "Okay." So I ended up buying the car, and at first I was a little, a little, you know, like, "Okay, I'm buying, I'm buying it to help him out of a jam. It's money in the bank. I'm convinced the car is money in the bank. I got no issue with that." And then I bought it and started like I went and mobbed it for a day, and then I fell in love with the car. I'm like, "Bro, this car is gangster, dude!" Like, I just love that there's so much cool custom stuff done to it. Mm-hmm. And then driving it down to the to the Type Three event later that year, or driving it up to there, like I towed it down, then drove into there. That was pretty rad. The Type Three open house that was at um, ISP West. And what kind of reaction did you get from them, Bill? Um, a mm. lot of the, uh, so, some of the Lukewarm. guys, I, no, 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 <laughs> they the, 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 uh, the guy that runs the counter over there, he was into it. A lot of guys are really into it. A lot of the type three guys are there. So they were all super stoked to see it. Cause they all remember that car. So it was, it was pretty rad to have that car there. So that car, uh, that was with line notch and like, like, uh, the yeah, general yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So actual cool type three guys. Were there. Yeah. Oh, a lot okay. of, a lot of cool okay. type three guys were there. They gave <laughs> you know this, what I mean? They gave you Tristan story. was there. Like all the boys, all because the boys were there. I was the first one to have a cool square back out you of You were. Absolutely. And when I met my fellow Type 3 peeps, I was extremely turned off by them. Oh. Like, oh, and here, people are and, all weirdos. And, yeah. and here's what I'm going to do, do. The first podcast I'm going to kick out for next year, I was just sitting, sitting there thinking about this. George and I recorded a podcast of his VW story. It was like the third podcast I recorded. It's the first. Was it the first? It was the very first one. I said, no. And I said, you cannot release this first. You have to do something else. I, I'll and look at the date. I don't think I don't think it was first. I'll look at the re- recording date on here because I got it on here. But anyway, first? long story short, George trying to be the first of the podcast. Anyway. I need that on my merit badge. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but anyway, the point I'm the point, say the point I'm making with one the, st the on point, it. <laughs> the point I am making is I think I'm going to release that podcast 
this week. I think I'm going to put that podcast together do and it. release that podcast just because I think. And yeah. I split it up into two parts. At the time, I was trying to figure out am I going to do a half hour podcast or an hour podcast. Wow. And I split. That's why Buddies is two parts yeah, because I thought, is... oh, it's too much. But I thought the cliffhanger was the best where I said, what was the car that stopped you in your tracks? And then he was like, dun, 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 dun. and then opens <laughs> it up, bringing it full circle. Until was, next week. It was, it, do you remember the car? No. You don't remember the car. Tom Carson's oval oh, window. Oh, Tom yeah, the, Carson's the, the green, oval the, window. The yellow car. When he saw that car, he was just yeah. like, bro. Was like, that was my inspiration. I got a next level mm. things. But but I mean it was it was it was I, I thought it was super interesting that that was the car. Tom's car. But car the, he, you know, when he, he put on display was super impressive. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wheels yeah. off, pan was all detailed. He even had a Wolfsburg crest on his yeah. pan and all that craziness. That was and the, mirrors and wheel stands and oh, yeah. bug uh, and the the bubble head cutouts everywhere i mean tom would put it on for that show so when i first got car. into volkswagens i went to the underground the lowrider show that was at the fremont street experience yeah mm-hmm. and tom was there and he had it all up on jack sands i was there with like my lowrider friends i was like 15 then and i was like dude that car is so gangster and that's when I kind of first met the Carsons. Yep. Then all your lowrider friends beat you up. Like, what's wrong no, with you? They're like, we're in S tens. <laughs> I was like, I like Volkswagens though. You know, but yeah. That, Look at that. It inspired you as well. Did, Good absolute, work, Tom Carson. Absolutely. That's what it's supposed to. No, be. it's, it's that's why I mean, you build the cars. Inspire the next one. And then yeah. the, the bobbleheads he had for the yeah. displays. Did they have them with the girl bent, the other bobblehead bent over? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was no. just a sticker. Hope starts no. out good, gets real unclassy. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But uh, so. Getting back to the podcast, there was, uh, I mean, so now I own Future Shock. I'm excited to have Future Shock down at the Grand National Roadster Show this year coming up. And I'm going to be long doing rag a rag job. I'm going to be doing a, what's that? A long, long with rag, rag job. job. Yeah. Matter of fact, I ordered a Two new, cars on display. I ordered a new rag top for rag job to put in. Oh, and perfect rag, timing. Yeah. You know, we have like four weeks to Hopefully show. You can get it done, George. To put yeah. a rag top in it, bro, is a half <laughs> hour job. Home, bro. That's all you, dude. Half hour. I'll make a video. Uh, you got to drop the headliner to do it, bro. Um, the headliner has already been dropped. There's no the headliner sags in there, bro. No, like you got to take the headliner off the back to get the bolts out for the rag top mm. to come out. Ah, no big deal. Yeah, because the, the glue can't the fix. Down bar. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Worry, glue got can't this. fix. So after Steve, Connect, I like how this happens, like less than a month away from the from the Grand National Roadster show. Well, I just get into now it. is the time to start tinkering with the car. I'm not gonna tinker with it unless it's like a pull the pin and make it happen, no. bro. But I think I'm gonna pull the pin and make it happen. Maybe I take it over to our boy. You our should boy take it up to an upholstery shop, yes, and have it yeah, done. Yeah, over to uh, old boy over there. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, I know you're talking about now. <laughs> so, at any rate. Uh, <laughs> Not a ragtop. So. Um, you should take someone like Matt Miller and have a really nice no, job. I can't, I, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Take it to Matt Miller. And, yeah, well, I got 14 weeks. We got four weeks, bro. So, at any rate, the next podcast after Steve Connect was Frenchie, Dr. Detail. So, Frenchie. Frenchie got real famous real quick when he posted up that 66 bug for sale for $65,000. One in a thousand for every year minus one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if he actually sold it, uh, if he ever so. sold it, but I don't think he did. Um, Not for 65. I know he didn't. People would be talking about that right yeah, now. Yeah. None, nonetheless, uh, it's a traditionally built car. It's a clean car, but it th- that's the, I think that's the thing when you get with Beatles, it's, it's gotta be, if it's just a 66, there's not, I mean, there's, if it's a 67, eh, but then it's 57. Like there's, there's some key. It's almost becoming a more realistic price though. <clears throat> what's insane. Yeah. Because well, I was d- watching donut media and they were showing what cars went, like they were having like guess, what did this car go for on bring a trailer? And mm-hmm. that, I was shocked by some of the numbers that were hitting on some of these cars that are like, you would think are garbage and they sold for big well, money. It's mm-hmm. anything, it's anything eighties. Like anything eighties is starting to resurgence again. Like I said, 
And uh, I, I actually, what I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to take Future Shock over to one of those Radwoods, but I don't know. I was sort of, I thought it'd be super cool to take it. Radwoods like this whole car show where they celebrate the eighties and nineties and everybody gets dressed up and it's more like a comic con with cars. And that's the only reason I was like, eh. so everyone there is in denial that the eighties is coming back <laughs> no. or an agreement that the eighties is coming back they're while the rest of the world committed. is fully denying it. It's coming, bro. You say what you want, bro. You say what you want. It's, it's, it's coming. Here. It came in wind. It's here, bro. Sorry. No, like are flash back. in the pan. I got bro. one thing, <laughs> but I got one thing to say for you. Stranger things, pop most popular show. It's based mm-hmm. on the eighties. Dude, so, so stop right there. Stop right saying, there. It's going to the nineties. That might be why. Icon. So, at any rate, after Frenchie was the road trip to Bugarama live from the road. Stefan, you're a uh, podcast listener. Did you listen to that one? That yeah. We Steven. yeah. I like Stefan. <laughs> so, the one that we, what did you think of that one that we recorded in the car? Uh, it was good. There was some road noise, but was that the one you guys had the yeah. sound effects on? No, we were mm-hmm. literally we were literally in the truck driving yeah. through the canyon going to Bugarama. Towing a 40-foot trailer. Towing a 40-foot nope. trailer. Nope. No, sound, no sound effects, effects started on when that. that board showed up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that was good. That was the last one with Dunkel here. It was the very first one that we broke that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. You guys are, I, I don't remember the exact conversation, but. You guys had Dunkel in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. we Dunkel was in the back seat, but it was just good. We just talked about the road trip because we we talked about like the like the whole experience of just driving up there. So it was, that was a that was a good one. And going to that, we were going to Bugarama and getting to Bugarama was great for me because the first time we ever got to go, we got to go to a a, a real show. I got a lot. I got to meet a lot of the Northern California guys that listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, type one overall, my homeboy. Matter of fact, he's going to be here. He's going to be here the week before. Um, the week before Grand National Roadster Show, and he said, "Hey man, I understand if you're busy. I said, "Never too busy for a fellow Greek, bro." Malaka, come on over. Let's hang out. So, but is he 100 percent Greek like you are, bro? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Some of us been first to be Greek, dude. I want to tell you, player. Another badge. Another, another, merit, badge. another merit badge. That sash is gonna be full in no time. <laughs> but that meeting, so going to that, um, going to that show. The good part about that show is we grabbed three podcasts at the one show, which is one of my Shin. favorite things to do during that. We did Shin. Mm-hmm. I did Joey Giordano with Workstat yeah. Restoration. And then I also did Mark Kuttner. So Mark Kuttner does the dollar cam gear. So I really, really enjoyed doing those. And then the next show, I was traveling this year, traveling, bro. So the next show I went to after that, I went to the DKP Garden Grove. Because remember, Southern California decided that they owned the VW thing and they ruined the whole month of June by having an event every yeah. single week in this year, which was stupid times 10. Every event had been wa- – I talked to everybody. Every event was watered down. Yeah. Too much going on. Yep. Get it together, Southern California. Get it together. Yeah. And then if there's like your girlfriend's birthday in that month, yeah, forget it. Yeah. Where, did, where did, did you go to any of the shows in Southern California in June? Um, I went to Prado. For the day? Yeah. Just drove back. and yep. so How many times you roll your ankle and go for a whole bit by ants? <laughs> Five. No. So uh, you went to Prado. What was it like? Because I know they're no longer doing that park. Very, it was very frustrating. Yeah? It was very Why? frustrating. Just because it was so spread out. It seemed so unorganized. Yeah. Chaotic. Yeah. The parking situation was absolutely chaos too. Just, because just instead for, just of experiencing the way normally you do, like, do you normally camp when you go yeah. there? Yeah, well, you, I usually camp. With, so now, it was but like, you had a park now you're out. coming in as a spectator. Yeah, from the outsider in, not not just walking I, down to the show. Yeah, and they they my I drive a 2010 Jetta. Bragger. It's lowered, and they have me drive through these gopher <laughs> holes to park. Did you just try to the, cool that up in the field? No, I'm not, I'm trying to drive uh, my lowered car right through in gopher, a gopher holes, hole field, and I'm like. I'm sitting there bottoming out, like hitting my rockers on all these different, like different uh, hills and stuff. I'm like, 
this is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then when Agreed. I then when I go to then when I go to leave, I'm completely blocked in. I have to wait like two extra hours I'll for get to out. get yeah, seriously, they blocked me in. Oh my goodness, I'd have been mad. And I was I went back and I saw Gunner. I was like, dude, I got blocked in. He's like Dude, what the heck? <laughs> you were talking to the other water cooled guy in Las Vegas. Well, Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, but he he parked his car in the show, so he got to roll out the hill and yeah. just take off. Yeah, I should have parked my should've car in the show. Parked in too. the show as a VW, bro. Yeah, that'll teach you for taking a VW to the parking lot. Yeah, but my rims are curbed, so I didn't want to show. My it's car. okay. It's okay. You so, see my bus, bro? It still I goes saw, in. Yeah, <laughs> you have one curb rash. I'm talking about my bus. It's hideous, yeah. dude. It's oh, like it's talking, 17 I, I, different colors. I was talking about your wheels. My rims ain't curved, bro. <laughs> so your experience was, it was kind of meh. Like I didn't even go this year. I went, we were talking about what I did this year. Of course, oh man. Let's take it back to Bill. About, talk about me again. Um, so Bill, what do you think about you? I like me. I <laughs> what else I, are you first in? I think I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> but uh, so what we ended up doing this year, I ended up going to the um, DKP, or not D, yeah, the DKP the Garden thing. Grove. In Garden Grove, mm-hmm. I took Rag Chop there <clears throat> by myself, and uh, I ended up uh, hanging out there for the day. I man, I, I had lunch with uh, Dean Kirsten and a couple other guys over there, and I wish I'd have had microphones going at the time because it was just watch those dropping names. There was super super cool <laughs> stories going on, and uh, yeah, if you guys are just checking in right now, we're doing a year in review, and um, going to that. So th- th- it was kind of a big weekend. That was bug in weekend. And then Saturday, Friday was the DKP thing. Saturday was Impy's Open House. Went to Impy's Open House, set the booth up by myself, all by myself. One arm, but like a one it's, arm it's soldier. Called bro. an easy up, bro. So not hard up, easy nah, bro. up. <laughs> there's there's a lot a lot of work in there, and uh, not a ton of work to put up. It's so, called easy up. <laughs> so I ended up going to that, and then were you by yourself? By myself. Well, the worst part, the worst part, the worst part is I fried the coil. That's when I, that's the weekend I fried the coil. So I couldn't get the car to start. So I killed the battery trying to start the car. And then after killing the battery to start the car, I pushed it. I got help from somebody pushing it up on the trailer. Reggie Tibbetts helped me push it up on the trailer. You know, they got the sand with the, uh, was this non Berg motor? This is the other motor. This is the other motor. And Mm -hmm. then I ended up, um, I was going to go to bug in the next morning. I stayed in a hotel that night, went to go drive to bug in the morning and I just got there, and the line went like two miles around the corner, and I just came straight home. It was Father's Day weekend, so. Yeah, and you were by um, yourself. But, yeah, after that. Father's Day. Yeah. No, Father's Day, came, Father's Day I came back home. It was like 114 degrees here, <laughs> and I ended up coming back. So, But, anyway, um, I did a lot this summer. So, doing that and then going to um, after that weekend. Kelly so, Park. So, that was June. No, that wasn't June. That was uh, April. April, uh, no, it was in March, and then in April or May, that's when we went to Bugarama. Yeah, or, yeah, Bugarama. May was Bugarama. Yep. So Bugger, no, June Kelly Park or July was, was Kelly Park. Kelly Park was before I think. Nope, second because we wrecked the trailer. Oh, because they time. moved Kelly Park. They moved Kelly they moved Park, Kelly no Park to August. Yeah. Was it August? And it was hot. Yeah, it was warm. Wherever it was, it was hot. It that's, was warm. All right, that's when you can't. We left the heat of trailer. Vegas to go to the heat of so of later. Check it out. Year in review later on, guys. So. I uh, I ended up. Feel free to talk about that weekend that we did. As I, as I the story, actually started off to be a great weekend. Start filling the story, the story we really, we really were rocking and rolling, having a good old time. Yeah. And then Bill wrecked the trailer, so then it just really put a damper on the mood for the rest of the you weekend because we were hanging out with Russ. We did the Red Barn thing. We had a good time that day. Like I was really having a great time. So how did you wreck the trailer? Uh, he to recap. 
went a little too close to a building and an awning took it out and it's still sitting broken in his yard right now with duct yeah. tape on it is it the same <laughs> tape job on it still yeah, yeah i haven't had it you're had a welcome matter of fact i think i'm going to take it down to warrior lifestyles coming up in the next uh, couple weeks i've right, heard this before run it down there i'm gonna get your marriage ba- marriage badge when you fix it <sighs> That's gonna the, yeah, the first best. weekend warrior fix <laughs> i've just got to get the time so you guys, um you guys were worried about the wind blowing it out, right? Yeah. 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 I took care of that, bro. Yeah, I, know. I saw the video where you're jumping in the back. You're like, oh, there's no wind in here. You're yeah. Like, so, but going down to the, uh, what reminded me of going down to the MP thing was the podcast I did with John Erksy, who did the first set of one-piece windows. He got the first set of one-piece windows from San Bernardino Glass and just the history of all that stuff. And the same bug that he's owned for the last 40, 40, almost 50 years. Um, but going down to that meet... I ended up meeting John Erksy, doing a podcast with him, connected with Rick Meredith, so I got him on the podcast. And then after that, we do a roundtable with George and Tori. And then from the Sacramento meet, I was able to sit down with uh, Steve Knoll. He built that super nice black fastback. Yeah. That, uh, mm-hmm. that thing was super dope with the type with the 914 five-speed or the 912E five-speed It's five a beautiful trans. car and very well built. Oh, yeah. But it's unfortunately because it's not breaking any molds you walk right by it yeah the, I, the, the tire selection he's got too big a tire in the front the it wheel has, tire it's, combo it, it's not it's not laid out like there's like well that's you, a, you so, when you were calling it the baddest fastback in my yeah, opinion bro. that one that's painted nardo gray on the 17 inch fuchs is way better no, than that but, one but, because that, okay, no. that's stunning and you remember it it's clean. Nah, whereas it, that guys on, could no. literally be in a lineup okay. and i'd walk right past it but here's what i'm gonna argue with you i'm gonna argue through i'm gonna argue through that when i say the baddest fastback like if the two are sitting there and i pick one to drive mm-hmm. and i'm picking one that i can own i'm taking the black one all day i'm with you it's type four it's got no, it ticks I'm, a lot of your boxes no it's not even it ticks my boxes porch it's wheels been built styled so great over motor, the top the other car trans the other car is nice, but it's just like. But you, it looks beautiful. You just like it because it's laid Aesthetically, out. I got you it. Remember it. Yeah, I got it. But you're all hot on it because it's laid out in the weeds. If that car, if you take the wheels and tires and stance and switch them from car to car, mm-hmm. which one? Which one do you take then? Because then the other one looks better now. But See, the, but, the, but what I'm Therein saying is like the problem. The, but guy, you got the car has a George, goofy look about you're it. You're too superficial, bro. You got to get past the this looks, guy. dude. You got to look at what's in her heart. You understand? I understand the craftsmanship <laughs> that went into that. I get it. But I'm saying, when you're walking by, which one grabs your attention more? The Nardo Gray one. No, bro. Because it's not a dig on it. It's a beautiful. I'm not saying it's a dig. I'm just telling you, like when you're picking, like which one's the baddest? What makes it the baddest? You're gonna throw me the keys. I'm catching Nardo's keys. That's cool. That's cool on you. Because you know what I'm pass you by? I'm pass you by in the black fastback on the highway. With the five speed. Oh, with no question. With no question, bro. (laughs) No question, dude. No. What if my bus is pulling that Nardo gray one? Stop with your bus. Stop with that puny little You let me know when you can hang with it, bro. I'll let you know. Then we do the type four secrets of Tom Tom Slider. So that one was the guy he originally had. It was like a tuna can.net. Type four at tuna can.net was his was his thing and he had the one of the first type four pages that were on the internet that I went on and got a bunch of information from him. So we had him on the podcast. Then Scott Sane, who does VW Drag Nights in uh the Carolina in South Carolina. Scott's a good dude and that was funny. Like he's an entertaining cat. Yeah. He's an entertaining cat just to sit down with. Oh yeah. And yeah. That was a that good was the first time that was the first time that I met him and he had actually come down here and we just kind of connected like bang, just like that. And then did a podcast and it was, it was a great podcast. Um, after that, we 
chat with Lucas Han. Lucas Han puts on the uh, Volks Jam Volks in Jam. Park, Arizona, which went down. I went down to Park, Arizona with the Volks Jam. Yep. Bro, I was busy. Hang dude. on. We're about to make another connection. Wait a second. What did we do? What GT did... bikes. Next episode. No, hang tight. Hang tight, player. <laughs> hang tight. The question is, did you hang like that? Tight. Did you like that show? The one in Arizona? Yeah. All right. I know Eric Arnold went down there as well. So Volks Jam. It was a good show. Nice turnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long drive. It's we a had long. we also had car problems. Oh, that's which a made long it even drive. worse. Oh, it's a long drive. That's what we broke down on the side of the road. You, you saw some. Oh, the, the we will died? be, we will be back. We will be back there next year. I think. That's a long drive for a one day show, dude. A long drive. That's a long drive. Now, if we had a whole posse of us <clears> together, <throat> it'd be fun. Just you and yeah. me, bro. Mm. 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 I did that. Bad what company. was the what was the breakdown? The battery was it? Yeah, bro. Uh, George did something. <laughs> George to the vehicle, bro. You want to know something crazy? Yeah, uh, you want to? Ba- yeah, huh? yeah you haven't you haven't touched the battery since, one right? Battery. No, baby, I charged it. What do you think's in the? What do you think is the Mach Eleven? Crazy. Dude? I'm telling you the crazy. But don't try to guess the future. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're gonna know. <laughs> Didn't he ask me to guess? I drove the. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's uh, listen, crazy? Listen here. Do you know what's crazy? Listen here. That's a question. So my response is. Listen here. <laughs> I drove. I was driving the double cab. I charged the battery enough to get the cars and coffee and back because that's how ghetto I am. Mm-hmm. And I get a car and coffee and back. I'm coming back and I'm revving it. And all of a sudden, I feel like this vibration through the drive. Like, mm-hmm. And then, of course, what's the first thing I do? Rev, tune it a little more. Like, like, you know, t- I think if I take it up to 5,000, I might smooth back out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, work it out. Work it out. Right. And, and? so, anyway, uh, Dave's here the other day. Audio Dave. He's uh-huh. here looking at stuff, which actually, Audio Dave was episode 137. Hang on. It took. Hold Dave on. coming in town for you to figure out what happened on your drive home. I from never <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me, crackhead. I never opened the deck lid. Why would you? He was here. Yeah. He oh, was these here. burdens. Why would I open that deck <laughs> he lid? Was figure here, out what was going on. And I went to show him the the fan the the fan kit that I made a copy of that I have a fiberglass mold for. Mm-hmm. I'm taking orders now if you guys need some. And um, I was showing him that, and then I'm looking there. And my belt is just sitting there. The hmm. belt literally launched off the motor and is just sitting there. So and how long was that going for? I think it, I only felt the vibration right when I got home. So I don't know what happened. Suspect. <laughs> I don't know. Hold him up, Steve. <laughs> Bill I'm up. not Bill buying seven it. cars, one battery. <laughs> <laughs> they jump from car to car. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Whatever. It's always on the trickle charger. I don't care. Is your rib back? Uh, the rib is done. I just got to go pick it up. I'm still. I just got to go. I bro. Do I can only drive one car at a time. No. Do you need a battery? <laughs> They're trying to sell it, bro. They're trying to sell that car. Or there. Well, they wanted to. Anyway, it's a long story. This is not a Riv podcast. We talk about Riviera. So Dave comes Riviere's. into town, and you finally notice anyway, the belt has now fallen off your that's motor. How that, that's how that Five miles ago, you drove home with no belt. We were talking about it. We're going to go to Volks Jam next year. My goodness. Maybe it'd be fun if we got a group of us to go. But what happened last year is a bunch of talkers, yep, 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 that they're going to go to that show. And the only people that went was George and I. And, and Eric, Eric, Eric Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. That was it. And bro. do with the gear. Oh yeah, I forget. Uh, mm. Yes, White Gear was there. White I, Gia. I don't know. I'm remember sorry, that. I forgot his name. My but bad. We're but uh, <clears throat> I apologize, my friend. At any rate, we're uh, we went to that show, came back. Did th- it was three hundred mile, three hundred and some odd mile round trip in a day, hauling the mail in the crew cab, bro. Hauling the mail, no battery, <laughs> and then after. So that's the talk up to that podcast. After that, I interview Andy Finch with Spikes Restoration, bringing it back to the 80s, and he bought the pink uh, Gia, Dennis Hyde's Gia. So 
He's got that back in the UK now, but that was a great podcast. Yeah. Since that podcast, I've been in Very communication with Andy Finch a bunch of times, and we chat back and forth. Matter of fact, I think he's in town now. I think he's in Southern California, and him and his girl are planning. I think they were saying they may be planning on coming through here through Vegas sometime in the next couple weeks, possibly. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but after that, we do Type 3 Talk with uh, Paul Davis. We talked to Paul about his uh, the Bay Window Squareback that he bought that he debuted at Prado. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. But uh, we talked type threes. And then uh, after that one, Bill and George, Kelly Park Weekend Review. And then we did episode 140 of Bad Rass, Stanley Escalano. So that was like, what was interesting is I remember Bad Rass so much because I think what made me remember it so much was the posters. The posters really had me like. The guy did so much self-marketing yeah. on the car. Yeah. And that's why you remember it. Yeah, so we. Because I don't remember an issue it was in. No, it, the it issue featured? the issue it's in is not. It's on. It's on the issue that has like this Heb Mueller thing. This orange Heb Mueller okay. says slow something on the back. You'll know the issue when you see it because. So it was more of like when we go to shows and we'd see the posters yeah. and see the plate on the car that said Bad Raz. But yeah, and he was from Northern California. But so so anyway, we had Stanley on there, and hopefully Stanley's car will be done. He was trying to get it done for the Grand National Road Show, but I think they might have been, they might have been all locked up to do that. Uh, not, no more cars getting in. Um, and then after that, with uh, Stanley Escalano, we did a vintage road trip with uh, Ross Wolf. They, they gave us a breakdown of their road trip that they did. So we had those guys on for almost two hours on the podcast. That was a good, long talking podcast. Talked a lot about their products. Yeah, Jerry would out. not shut up. My goodness, that guy. Uh, Jared, Get him in front of a microphone and he just Jared, doesn't stop. Yeah, I think he gets stage fright. Oh, Jerry gets stage fright. <laughs> it's a good thing, though. Me and Jason are holding it up for him. So, yeah. And then. Um, Went down to Old Speed to drop off, um, drop off my engine. Yeah, maybe that's what I did. I dropped off my engine down at Old Speed, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that one. It was just a stocker motor, and I ran down to pick up a bunch of parts. And I went in and visited D Berg, and tried to convince her to come on the podcast, and had a bunch of meetings with a bunch of people. At any rate, had my podcast and went down there, knocked the interview with Stacy Sizelove, which was a great interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? It got a lot Stacey of history. Sharp cat, dude. Got a lot of history about that, and then. Uh, after that, came back. We did Treffin this year, or not Treffin, but we did the Red Rock show. And the Red Rock show was one crazy weekend, which is why we didn't go to the Utah show. We stayed here to support William yeah. for for the show Auto that he, Auto Fest here yeah. in Las Vegas. If you guys get a chance, make sure you come out to Auto Fest this next year coming up. And uh, that was a great show. But at that show, this is my favorite year, I think, so far, because I was interviewing a lot of people at car shows. And that's when we sat with Shannon uh, Akau, who's the guy on counts customs you guys mm-hmm. might know him as the guy who builds the harleys yeah but he also is a big vw guy he's just one of the vw guys here in town yeah. you know what i mean so he's crazy got a nice about, nice collection to him to everyone else he's like kind of you know he's known to us it's just he's a he's one of the homies he's one of the homies over here yeah everyone's sure. like oh you know him They're like yeah i mean i have for years yeah, but <laughs> one of the homies yeah and so what? So then we had the one crazy weekend wrap up, which is oddly enough, that's a thirty-nine minute podcast. So that's a that's a that is a uh, a short podcast. Um, and was we, that the one where you guys had the sound effects? No, that's not <laughs> it. You get excited about the sound effects? That's a roundtable. That was funny. yeah. That was it. That, that was, was it. Bill, George, and Jason. That was the one we discussed that, and I had all kinds of sound effects. Yeah, going that, on. that was funny. I was because yeah. <laughs> your boy here is handling the sound effects. My dude. goodness, thank that's you. Bill. Another one. Thank you, You're bro. welcome, Bill. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You better. You better. Thank you, lucky stars. <laughs> and then uh, after the one crazy weekend wrap up, I did Randy Long with their Speed Shop, and then I went down to 
Then in October, after my event, like a week or two after our event, one crazy weekend, which will happen again this year, or will happen again in 2022, we're just going to nail down the date, and I'll start blasting out flyers this year. But for that event... I have event, his bus coming in Tuesday, so we should probably nail down a date. Yeah, we need to... I just wait on him to let me know what date we can have. So um, then I went down to... We went down to Volks Jam, hung out with there. While I was down at Volks Jam, I knocked out two interviews as well, and I did Dominic Lupino, who's episode 146, Dragon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Great stories. I could have Dominic back on anytime because that guy's just been, been in the game yeah. for a long time yeah. with drag racing. He had some very interesting streets, street racing stories, yeah. drag racing stories. Yeah. Good and, dude. And then I actually, Craig Turner, who was Gary Turner's son from BMX fame, like he was there. Yeah, GT bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was a it was a great podcast. I mean, I still need to reach out to him about doing a podcast about doing a, a bike to match the carbon caps. I think I think that would be so dope. Just to have a let's talk dubs matching. I'd say make one to match your red and black bus. Yeah, we'll see, dude. Make Before one. You do make the make one for now. It's carbon, like it dub. fits. It, you don't understand. It fits in the carbon cab. It sits right in the back of the carbon cab. Would look dope. And then gunmetal gray with some platinum mags on it. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Dude. Let, let Where me are we just, going? Let me do what I do. Uh, so Craig Turner, that was a cool podcast. And then after that was SEMA, man. I mean, we're like, this has been a jam-packed year, man. So jam-packed. We did, we did SEMA. We did a bunch of stuff with SEMA over there. Uh, had a couple of videos come out about it. And then we did the, we did the podcast with the wrap-up. Tons of VW stuff there. While at SEMA ran into the guys from bazooka that were working on something in the mock 11 and the rag chop i just got some kind of mocked up in, but that's coming out of there and i think i'm actually going to put it officially into the uh into the mexican bug that sound bar mm-hmm. and then take it out of the rag chop right because it shouldn't be in that no no, no. The show. yeah i know it's not gonna be in there for the roaster show. and then Calm we put down, it in the bro. same way that i'm talking about putting in the into the mock nah, we'll see mm-hmm. we will see we will see i think it's gonna get plenty re- of projection we'll yeah. see I'm really curious how that how that all turns out. Oh, you got you'll you'll listen to it after the podcast. I'll take. He's got one in the you're, car out there. You're, so you get to hear. You're, take better make shoes. I want. I want. One make sure your oval. shoes are on. Make sure your shoes are on because it's gonna knock your socks. I off. I want one for my oval. Make sure your shoes are on. It's gonna knock your socks. Tighten off. up your slip ons. Tighten them up. Because it's gonna knock them up. Hold them up, Steve. These are my shoes are popped out. Grab the back of your heel because I'm gonna knock your socks off. That's right. But and then we did and after that we had Michael. Michael Squire on who's doing Baja Bug the movie, which was pretty cool because we talked about some stuff back and forth. And uh, that guy's passionate about his job. Yeah. It is, and I need to send him my audio for Bruce Myers. As you guys are reminding me of this, I got to I got to hop on and email him the audio file for Bruce Myers because he wants some of that for uh, for some of his stuff. So that was a good podcast. I'm it, I, I'm very excited because I love the Bug movie, the Bus mm-hmm. movie. It's like any kind of documentary about Volkswagens and yeah. the history of that stuff. It's pretty cool. I got a vision. I don't have any time to edit or do anything, but I got an idea. I'm telling you right now, I want to do. I want to do. A, I'd love. I'd love to do a documentary, Volkswagen documentary. But I. I mean, I can do. I could do just one, a full hour and a half, just on Bakersfield, just on Bakersfield, the cars that came out, what the scene was like, the mm-hmm. people that were doing things, the cars, all that's just just that in and of itself is an entire documentary. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the early 70s cow look scene. You're talking about the DKP. I mean, there's so many documentaries that can be made. It's like the footage is there, the people there, the interviews are there. It's just, bro, you ever try to sit down and edit something? Oh, I can't take it, bro. There's so much time. Yeah, and he's a, he's a documentary maker. Like, he's a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, that's, I mean, listen. It's going to be a well-put-together movie. There is, there is for sure some cool stuff, man. I would love to, I would love to get a, a movie done. 
something like that. I mean, there's so many things I'd love to see done with the Volkswagen. There's so much material there to do, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just tons and tons of content, so many different layers to the scene. But, um, and after the, after we interviewed Michael Squire, Bill and George answered listener questions. So I had a, a couple of listeners fire off a bunch of questions and, we answered a bunch of questions, and, and uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on that one. It was a good episode. You guys, I think you guys answered like two or three questions. <laughs> yeah, two or three questions. Yeah, at least. Two well, or three. Yeah, it was, it, well, it, was, it was something to the effect of uh, how to lower a bug. To, what, what's the best way to lower oh, the best a bug? Way to lower some, bug yeah. You know, like difference of opinion. Some of, of the things. questions are a bit vague, Stephen. No, I know. You guys, so, in order to say, what's the best way to lower, lower a bug? Like, uh, what kind of bundles? I don't know. A super beetle? Yeah. Like, yeah. where are we going don't. with this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, and then after that, we're getting close to the end of the year now. We're, do, we're doing uh, Lynn Bjornson. So, Lynn's podcast was good. I got a lot of good feedback on Lynn. Very interesting. Yeah, he's got... I mean, we're talking you need, about you need a hand, and I st- <laughs> and I still want to get with Lynn and just wrap up a just just do. I mean, we could do fifteen podcasts just on buses. You know, just yeah. different aspects of the bus hobby. He was going into the in M codes, and Bill went into a bull run story. <laughs> I was listening, you're, wiping my truck down. You're welcome. And he's going into the M codes. I'm I stop and I'm listening. Uh huh. And then Bill starts talking about the bull run bus and totally sidetracks. I was like. You're Dang welcome. it, Bill. You're welcome. <laughs> just leave, to, leave you wanting more, you know? <laughs> so, Lynn, we're going to need to come back on and elaborate more on the M codes, if you would, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have the guy just tell you everything. You got to do a little bit of research, bro. I got the book I got the book right there, the VW Transporter Microbus, dude. So, uh, after Lynn, we did Dwayne Mayer with American Hot Rods. I think that was – I really liked that, doing that podcast. It was really good with – yeah. Dwayne, who was, he just built a 67 bug and a he talks Boyd about Coddington fame. What was the show called? American Hot American Rod. American Hot Rod. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one, I think that was one of the first car reality, reality shows, shows for that sure. was, it was out there. right behind American Chopper. It was like American yeah. Chopper, American Hot Rod. Yeah. Like, boom, boom. So we had Dwayne on there. That was really cool. Dwayne connected me with, he, he brought up for the second time, uh, Danny Gabbard's name. And I got one podcast in the can for Danny Gabbard. It's probably coming out after the first of the year. You gotta do some editing. Yeah. And then uh, we've got. Uh, you ever so sat down and edit something? Oh. oh, it's time, bro. <laughs> it's time, dude. Especially, and then when you ruin the audio on it, like the Pasco podcast, I ruined the audio on a couple of them. We didn't notice at all. I'll tell you right now, bro. It was, <laughs> it's the worst, dude. Then you I know, right so after discouraged. I jammed my eardrums out with pencils, <laughs> I didn't notice any of the sound quality issues. <laughs> so after Dwayne, after Dwayne, we, this, we interviewed James Sofer, who's got uh, my man's his number one fan over here that gave us a, a five star. Yeah, he puts on the bug infestation Geneva the Lake, so I'd love to get to really that. Really nice guy. Met him when he came to the shop, him and his wife. Yeah. And then, Had a good uh, old time. And then uh, the last one that we've done before this one was Bob Ellis, the VW of America's restoration guy. So, Man, know, imagine getting that tap. Yeah. Like you're the good dude stuff. that they get to take care of their fleet. That'd be pretty awesome. Well, yeah. They're just like, hey, just fix this. Get this thing running. I might have to send a resume in. Yeah. Well, all the cars on the West Coast now, so you're, you're ready for that. But Closer. I tell you, it's been a crazy year, and I've had a lot of people come visit this year. I had uh, we had our guy from Canada, um, Patrick Patrick uh, Patrick Fogarty. He came down from Canada. We came over to the shop, yep. and uh, I mean, I've had a few people come and visit from out of state. And when they're yeah. here, they hit me up. So if you guys are in town or coming by, coming through Vegas, man, hit me up, and we'll. Uh, for sure, try to connect if we can, man. If the schedules line up, that's that's super dope because we definitely love kicking it with fans because we're all just VW guys in the hobby. But um, anything you, are you guys just staring at me? What's going on over here? You guys got, you got all right. <laughs> but you know, 
this year has just been a great year. And now in hindsight, looking at it, man, we really hit a lot of shows this year. It's a VW Pack week <clears throat> year. Yeah, I mean there sure. was there was something there was something like every month or every other month. So uh, I'm looking forward to this year. The next one that's going to be happening, I may run down to buses on a day trip there and back, just because that's an easier trip. You yeah. know, it's easy there and back. Um, I was hoping to be done for a little longer, but th- it just depends on where I'm at with the with the Type Three. I mean, really, those cars don't need much. I'm just my thing, right? Down my my thing that I that I want to do with the Future Shocks. I'm just trying to figure out what the best way is to display it, and I really need to reach out to Steve Connect and just kind of and and touch base with him on maybe how he had it displayed and all that stuff. So I'm going to reach out to him possibly this weekend. But I got some good podcasts coming up. I've got um, I've got a lot of people lined up to come on this year so it'll be another great year full of podcasts and uh i'm glad for all the people that supported the podcast and picked up shirts this year man thanks for all you guys i do have some long sleeves i'm going to blow them up on the website and uh, i'm actually going to put them in by inventory so i will not sell shirts that i don't have anymore and there's a couple people that are back order on shirts those shirts came in i'm going to ship those out this week so you guys will get those shirts uh, that you guys might might have been waiting on but um i don't know man i'm excited i'm excited for the grand national roadster show i'm excited to take those two cars down there's so much stuff going on with, and besides the other thing I was thinking about when I kept thinking about what we were doing at SEMA show, we also ran into the guy from um, Zintech, I think the name of the company was, and he had Zytronics. Zytronics. Is that a sticker over there? Yep. Zytronics. He has the wideband, the wideband fuel there, and I've been I'm reach out to him and get, get a little setup for me and George going here. So I'll call him up, buy a setup for the two buses, and then have that fuel air and c- cylinder head temperature. Super slick setup. You guys will hear more about it once we do it. I'd board. like to do a side-by-side comparison with my vintage speed exhaust and then put uh, A1 on there with an O2 bung and see what kind of readings without changing the tune on the engine. Mm. Because I've heard that vintage speed is a very rich run because it's a canister style. And it's on one side versus yeah. a versus You're not getting like a full collector, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd be really curious to see what kind of numbers it runs. Also, power-wise, what it does. I'll tell you my personal experience with the vintage speed man. Mm-hmm. I had that eight that eighteen hundred cc bird motor that's in the rag shop now. Mm-hmm. I had that vintage speed can when it was in my fifty five oval. Yeah, and it was a dog. I put it inside the inside the bug here, man. And uh, in the bug here, I just put an old school Thunderbird or tri mill glass bag. Yo glass she breeze. She's a, she breathes. She got a little rasp to her. She raspy a little. Yeah, wake up. It's got a trumpet on the end of that exhaust. Let you know I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But did the, did the vintage would the vintage speed ones work better if you did the double? Um, but even sensor? that, the problem is you're getting a rich reading because it's it's all being collected in that canister, uh, yeah, yeah. as opposed to in a like in our cars, exactly. modern cars. It's where it's passing by. Yeah, instead of a, in a instead collector. of it being in like they don't put in the muffler canister, where right. it's all like hanging out inside there, you know, mm-hmm. to get it. So I just think it's a very inefficient setup. Yeah. If I didn't love the look of the A bar so much on my bus, yeah. I would have ripped it off already and put another exhaust on there. I don't know. And bro. my and my little support tabs are broken off on the bottom of them. I'll tell you right now, bro. Uh, Tiger don't fluff around with I that uh, Sebring style exhaust, dude. That thing is bad as a mofo, dude. That big single oval in the middle. Yeah. But he says it is loud. Yeah. Real loud. <laughs> so. Yeah. The class eleven doesn't whisper. So. No, the class eleven. <laughs> she got some punch to her, bro. She I'm does. Because it just has a little we, bullet. We will. Only one. We will shoot a video. That thing deserves to have a video of that thing shot going down the strip at night, dude. Just kind of. Yeah. Definitely get, can't take it in the dirt yet because we don't have air filters. But yeah. Air filters are for sis. Air bro. Sh- milters. Filters, Who needs that? Filters. 
We'll bed the rings with sand. That's right. <laughs> Nonsense. So you got a motor being built right now by Eric DeYoung, right? Yeah. How um, far is it? It's uh, done. We're just, we... Oh, you're messing with Phytech right now. Yeah, right now. I, I bought it. And unfortunately, AJ's had, had, just had neck surgery or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I ended up I ended up getting hold of AJ, and we talked for like 45 minutes. And really? That's weird. So it was a quick no, conversation. He, he, I yeah. know. I'm kidding. He's, no. He chat. He's, he's he, a chatty oh, cat. I like AJ. He, we get him started. He gets he to gets talk. He oh, I love talking to him because it's just like... He'll go for on and on forever, mm-hmm. but we talked about the couple issues that we were having. What we did on Fire Up, it was going for like hold on a second. five seconds. Hold on, hold on. We're way ahead. I'm with the listeners, and we're lost. <laughs> you built a motor. You bought a Fitech setup. Yes, from AJ Sims. Which Fitech setup did you buy? It's the it's the two barrel. The two, the, so the it's two barrel with like a it's like a progressive Weber mount that goes in the middle of the yeah, engine. Yeah, progressive Weber mount. That okay. Goes in the middle, yeah. And it has injectors on the end or injectors at the throttle. It's body? throttle body. Okay, so it's got the throttle body injectors. Mm-hmm. Build the motor, put it together, and then you're firing. You're testing on the start stand. Yes. And how how difficult was it to get it started? It fired right up initially. It was like, f- and we, you were like, "This is just like overhauling." And then a- Eric was like, "His like, it, just like a knee jerk reaction." He he goes to blip the throttle. <laughs> it's like I was like, "You don't need to do that." And it fired right up because uh, because of fuel injection, but it was only it only ran for like five seconds 10 seconds it was just sputtering really bad and then it just shut off and then the computer didn't wasn't liking something it just kept shutting down shutting down shutting down that's a vague statement it's like one of my employees that wasn't liking something what well, wasn't it liking that's what we don't know yeah that's why oh, i had to call aj yeah we had to call aj and so we'll, the computer doesn't say like uh misfire f246 no, all it was doing was that's a code i just threw out at you no, the, no way it, it sounded have, so official it right? does it does have codes and, in it, and it will tell you it'll tell you faults but yeah. it wasn't giving us any faults all the only thing we, we were watching was the rpms mm-hmm. would they would go normal and then they would spike to fifty nine thousand rpms and then the computer would shut down and it would shut off the the, the motor so we read up on it. It's just like uh, the signal wire to the distributor or the, the crank trigger or whatever it could be. Right. Mm-hmm. It, they could be crossing. It could be running parallel to the spark spark plugs. Mm-hmm. Also, when I so we, we we tried a few things at Eric's house trying to get it to, to run. And we were just like, he's like, oh, I don't know, dude. We're just going to have to get a hold of AJ. And he has neck surgery the same yeah. time we're trying to figure this all out. You're like, bro, look, look, brace up, dude. I got to call you. Brace, <laughs> so, up. Sorry. brace up. So I ended up calling. I ended up getting a hold of him. He called me back. And it wasn't, it wasn't crazy. He's like, even on his Instagram post, he's like, I'm not answering any questions about sales. Yeah. I'll answer technical questions. He called me up and we, we went over a bunch of things and it turns out that you have to have, um, you know, 50, 50 foot, 50 ohms per foot, like wires. And we were running the MSD street fighters, which are 500 ohms per foot. So too much, too much spark was going through them. It's too much resistance. No, two, no, fifty ohms per foot, 500, 500, 500 ohms would be too much resistance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's too much resistance, and and then we 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 the, the idle air control, like when we when we first turned it on and maybe blipped it a little bit, it, mm-hmm. it messes with some kind of settings and stuff like that. So there's a couple things that we had to reset, and then static. We had a, a clock in the crank trigger at forty degrees, and then but then you got to set the distributor at twenty degrees. Um, and we had set the, Eric had set the timing on the distributor at 10 degrees. Yeah. It's just really something we didn't know. So, so did it come with any of that stuff labeled in the instructions or did it not come with instructions? No, it came with instructions and then AJ kind of like hand writes what needs to happen, but there was some like, so he didn't put it like, don't use the MSD plugs, (laughs) plug wires. No, he, he just verbally told me and I relayed that message to Eric and he, he just had a set of, uh, street fighter 
wires on there. So he just he threw what he had on there, and then we ended up. And then I had the CB. I had CB performance wires that are mm-hmm. 50 ohms per foot. So he, he, you know, Eric's been, you know, it's vacation or because yeah. like, of the holidays, so he hasn't really had a chance to work on it. But there's a few things. That's that no we, excuse. <laughs> there's a few things that we ended up going Get to through. It, young. Come on. Yeah, there's a few things that we ended up going going through and troubleshooting. So is this the power plant for your bus to get the bus by the bridge, or your bus I, motor still together? My bus, my bus is still together. Um, Were you going to trailer it down there and then just yeah. pull into the park? I wanted, to, I wanted to drive my bus, but I didn't want to stress Eric out. And then, yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make him, you know, hurry up and get my motor done. And then, I don't have time to put it in. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, just, then I feel guilty that I forced him to like hurry up and get yeah. it done. So I was just like, "You got to lift, no, right? We're, we're good. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, you got to lift. Yeah. yeah, it takes about two hours to pull your motor and put the other one in. Yeah, and to wire it and do everything wire. else that need. Yeah, you have to wire the. Isn't module. the brain inside the thing? Yeah, but you got to run the controller up front. You got to do. Um, the fuel the fuel pump you gotta do all the lines and yeah, all that stuff that goes on right. with it so i'll let you slide yeah i'll let you slide this time <laughs> so you change the plug wires she fired right up no we haven't re- we haven't retested no it. they've done a couple things they just haven't actually got the time to refire yeah but, but when it started up it started right up it did sounded good yeah it sounds really good awesome <laughs> but um yeah i keep thinking now that i got that i got that i went from that type th- the the type three pancake motor that was just going to be a single port stroker to then i was like ah screw it take this 2276 to put in the type 34 gear to now i'm just kind of like that's down there russell's rebuilding that for me or going through Stacey balancing is. everything stacy is yeah and then i'm just trying to figure out okay what what am i doing for for induction induction and I, and I keep thinking like doesn't aj got, make a type three kit yeah does he i Pan, believe a, so. a pancake kit i don't think he does i I, mean, <clears throat> I know he's got one for a bus oh you know what he has like i was gonna say he has in his he's fastback type one yeah i don't know I, i'm just real curious i bought that kit right before the the covid lockdowns and uh what, the, been, what did the kit cost you i think everything with the crank trigger ignition was like 2000 or something like that mm-hmm. at the time i don't know if dang you rich <laughs> rich no i, I want to try it out because i I'm, I'm i bought it off of the you know listening to the podcast and just you know hearing what he had to say about it and then right. i talked to him at buses by the bridge about it and i was just like oh, i'm sold on it so when i was buying this you know when i build this new motor i was just like it's it's gonna fit on there and it's gonna look good and i wanted something that's reliable and something that you know will something that's more reliable than what i currently have in my bus yeah so, yeah yeah i'd like to get uh i'd like to see if i could get figure out a way to get it installed in the in the type 34 i mean they make they make end castings you know the, the crazy part is like he runs two setups he's got the one that's got the fitech with the throttle body and all that stuff and the injectors right at the top yeah he also on his car he's got two sets of injectors two down at the ports and then two at the carburetor mm-hmm. and i don't know if you could run it without and the they're injectors. running at the same I think one is like under boost or something like it comes on. I, I can see that. I think he Richmond. makes it for easier to start down yeah. low. What I think yeah. it is, I'm not exactly sure, but there's four injectors in one the, for each cylinder, one for in the, in the throttle body. And he takes two out and puts them in the ports. Huh. So there's two in the throttle body and then he relocates the two into the, really into the ports or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to think what I'm doing for, for, you know, induction inside the Type 34. I was thinking, Type 34 is I'm a, I'm a Delorto fan. If you're going... Yeah, problem. The, if, if here's the issue. There. Here's the issue right now. The the issue right now is trying to get something that's going to fit into the deck lid. You Delorto's. Well, I had yeah, it in my square back. Let me, let me tell you one more time in English. 45 Dells. Let me tell you one more time in English. Maybe you didn't hear this. 
wedge port heads. Big giant wedge port heads. Twenty one ten. Yeah, you got a weld up. Forty five. Stop it. This is child's play, bro. You're talking about ch- we weren't talking about first. We weren't talking about chicklets. The merit badge goes on we my side. We weren't talking sash. about chicklets. We're talking about <laughs> I was the first one with the big two heater. Big red bubble gum. You understand what I'm talking about? First. Big red. Now listen. <laughs> the, the 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 point I'm bringing up is when I was talking to, which segues perfectly into Pat Downs at CB Performance, who just recently left CB Performance, which we'll be getting him on the podcast here shortly to talk oh, I didn't about. Know that. Yeah, well, welcome to the VW scene. So <laughs> Bill's got his finger on, on the, the pulse. On the pulse. The VW Bill's scene. First at Actually, everything. it was just by happenstance that I called him. I said, "Hey, Pat, this is Bill trying to use my LTD juice." And be like, "Yo, hey, can you get me? Because they do they do on their website show Type Three manifolds." port match to their mm-hmm. heads and all that stuff. I said, hey, can I get some type 3 manifolds port match to the wedge ports heads? He says, oh, those are pretty big heads, man. He says, and I don't know if you can fit the 48 IDFs on there because the, the without a spacer because the 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 cam on the throttle shaft kind of dips down or the, the butterfly. Probably the or, plate he's talking about. Yeah, it's the probably plate. so big it There goes you down. go. The, the, the thing, the thing, the thing with the thing, yeah. Because the, the accelerator pump, everything is identical in the exterior. It would only be the size of the actual Correct. So that that's what he was thinking he was supposed to check into that to me, but he had a lot going on because yeah. when I called him, he was like, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but Wednesday's my last day at CB. We chatted for a minute or two and then he's out on surgery. He had bicep surgery, Ouch. doing something with his bicep reattaching or something. Happened to Kennedy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard of it's on a lot of people, bro. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have him on the podcast and we're going to talk about his experience, why he left, what he's going to be doing and all that fun stuff. So, but right now that's where I'm, that's where I'm trapped right now with the type 34 is trying to figure out, I pulled up a picture on the Samba of a of a Type Three motor that's all EFI that looks so good, and I have which EFI setup? Well, I have an EFI setup, like the here. throttle bodies, like like CB or some remember. sort of induction system. I, can't, I, I honestly can't remember. It looks so good, but you don't remember. No, no, no. no. I gotta I, go. It, I gotta go. It looked good because it was like a, a professional style motor, and I put I think I put Type Three EFI or Type Three performance motor or something on the Samba, and it pulled up, and it was like a a real cool looking motor. And I started thinking, I like the way the motor looks when they get rid of the hump for the cooler and they put a flat tin on it. So it's like flat tin, opens up more air. You know, they eliminate the oil cooler in the Type 3. They eliminate it. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Bro, George, when, you, when you're in the room with me, we're talking next level stuff, bro. We're not talking child's play, dude. Chicklets. You got me? What I'm saying? We're next level stuff, bro. So I don't think Berg would eliminate a stock cooler, but hey, whatever, man. Berg, Berg, <laughs> bro, don't get me started, okay? We're talking about next level stuff. So, um, on that note, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to. I just, I just want to get my. I want. I've got all these parts of my Type 34, and I'm just sitting here, haven't done anything to it. So I got to get out there and get to work. I thought I was going to have some time over the last two weeks, and I've had absolutely no time off. So, I'm probably going to take the the entire week off coming up to the uh, Grand National Roadster Show. Meaning, I'm going to take Monday and Tuesday off because it's a Wednesday load-in. Yeah, so I'm taking Monday and Tuesday off because I'm already off You're Wednesday, crazy. Thursday, Friday. So I'll be probably thrashing Monday and Tuesday, just getting cars prepped and ready to go. Until then, I still have my trailer to get ready for the road trip. And then um, just some miscellaneous odds and ends. But it's been a crazy year, man. It's been a good time. I enjoy it. Lots more cool podcasts coming out for you guys. Um, anything you guys wanted to add before we wrap up? Just a RIP to Telly Karsten. Oh that, yeah, we, that's you a know, real that was one locally. thing. We we lost a lot of people this year in the VW scene. We did so locally. Just here in Vegas, we lost Henry Mendoza, who was a big part of our VW scene as far as upholstering cars go. Yeah, he did my headliner. Yeah, and then we just just 
three days ago, four days ago, we lost Telly Karsten. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a shout on the last podcast. Yeah. George, you probably didn't hear. She I did. Listen up. I listened to it, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention something about Absolutely. it. Seeing as I'm on the podcast the week afterwards. You are know. you on the podcast? But are you on the podcast? Telly and I were not close. We were acquaintances. We were friends at one point and then went a little south later in life. But I got to say, he is one of the main reasons why I started painting my own cars. Because he gave me so much flack that I didn't build my cars, I assembled them. And then, because I'm stubborn and I wanted to prove him wrong, I actually built the last two, meaning completed to paint everything on them. So, if anything, my relationship with Telly motivated me to push myself into areas I was uncomfortable with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to his family. I, I, I pray for them that things go well for them. This is a very tough time for them. Yeah. And a shout out to his remaining siblings. Shelly, Roger, Carrie, and Shane. Yeah, Carl, yeah. whole Carson family, man. Yeah, uh, it's a it's it's a bad deal, man. It's it's gone. Everybody's gone too soon, man. Nobody deserves to leave that much behind. So yeah, um, there's a GoFundMe set up for Telly Carson for Irene Carson, who is his wife that is left behind with uh, Telly Junior. Yeah, he's young. I too. forget the other two girls' name, and I'm so sorry about that. But um, yeah, Telly's. Telly Jr. is a... She's like, a he's, he's only like five years old. Yeah. He's only five. So he's a youngster. But there is a Go, GoFundMe set up for Telly Karsten. Um, it was put together by Jesse Potter just to make sure you're doing the official one. Uh, and any help they can receive would be yeah very uh, appreciated. Here's we like the, we like to take care of our own in the VW scene. So. Yeah, he was, a, he was a friend. So, yeah. I you know, it's... A, Sad. If sure. anything, it lets you know that nothing's guaranteed in life and to enjoy every minute you got. He was a year younger than me, so you know, you, you it really starts to put life into perspective when you see your peers of your same age group well, passing, yeah. you know. When I first got into Volkswagens, I was in Einfach Deutsch with the with the Carsons. Mm-hmm. And Telly, Shane, Tom, they they all took me in when I was fifteen years old. So yeah. I have a lot of respect for the family. Totally. I love Tom. Tom and I were very close actually. Yeah. Um, Shane and I get along very well. Yep. And for a while there, Telly and I got along really well too. As a matter of fact, I helped Telly do his MP buy-in. I helped him do a bunch of stuff yeah. w- when it came to his shop and stuff like that. And it was over stupid internet junk is why we, we actually stopped talking to each other. Yeah. So here's a, here's a, here's a shout out to not being petty, ignore the stupid things in life and just be friends with people. Yeah. He'll be missed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, an, it, it's, a, it's a terrible thing and there's been, uh, you know, between what's been happening the past couple of years and and people gone too soon, it's just been really unfortunate. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot a lot of people a lot of people we lost this year, and one of them in the beginning of the year was Bruce Meyer. We lost Bruce Meyer. I mean, he got yeah. to, lucky enough to live ninety four years old, but oh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm try- and I'm remiss to think how many others that we forgot about this year that passed. But uh, we apologize for that. Yeah, Godspeed to all their families, man, and. Um, if uh, you guys can, I just posted on the Let's Talk Dubs page. I just shared the link to help out Telly Carson's family for their uh, GoFundMe. So, um, other but, than that, guys, I think uh, we're, are you guys got anything else you want to throw in? Mach 11 will be on the road next week. Yeah. Expect Bill to post up videos of it, hopefully. We'll, we'll be posting up some videos. On nice, clean, wet roads. Yeah. No dirt. No. <laughs> no air filters, no dirt. That's the rule of that car. If you ain't got air filters, no dirt. Yeah. But so. that thing's uh that thing's will be leaving the shop, and then uh, back onto my right hand drive. That's it, guys. So uh, without any further, well, 
I guess that wraps it up, right? Steve, Steven, thanks for coming in. Thanks Thank for you sharing for your story me. on your yeah. on your EFI uh, your EFI motor. We'll get more updates on that. Yeah, and thanks then, for having me. It's always uh, we're going to make this tradition. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Stephen awesome. Harlow was on last year's New Year's wrap up, yeah. so we we were literally sitting here about to record, and I said, "Hey." Steve was on the last one. He said, we'll call him and see if he wants to come over. That's it. <laughs> and I was here in 15 minutes. Much that's appreciated. It was more brother. like 25, but yeah. that's cool, bro. Exactly. And look out this year. Stephen Harlauer's bus will be featured in Hobby W's. Shot by Eric Arnold, and you'll note it because it's in the Neon Graveyard. The Las uh, Vegas Neon Museum. Well, Bill gets the merit badge for first on that one as well. Sorry, right. Stephen. Yeah, no, he takes. Sorry, Stephen, but Bill gets a merit badge for that as well. That's right. Your that's sash is really filling up, Bill. Bro. First really filling up. You're like one of those Eagle Scout in the girl scouts whatever you'd call them that has it like it's all the way down to the bottom yeah just dots <laughs> just dots well <laughs> get it together guys get it together tighten it up everybody all right well we'll see you guys maybe at buses for sure at the grand national roaster show and until next week guys later